to my computer. Hi, Liz, how are you? Good, Nat, how are you? Yeah, good. It's been a, a big week for uh, online learning and digital transformation. So um, how's your week been? Um, yeah, well, absolutely flat out. So um, I'm just coming to the end of turning a two-day live workshop into an online um, offering. So it will be a blend of Zoom sessions and self-paced learning. So in the end, the facilitators, I think, will be live in Zoom probably three times 45 minute sessions across the day and the rest will be all the online self-paced modules in between um, and it's just um, it's it's a big job to do it but this can be rolled out multiple times and it's incredible like I I'm just blown away with what what the result has been well, yeah I've been teaching this week in that same model so I teach at Melbourne University in the law school and um it feels like a lot of upfront work. So a couple of weeks ago, I filmed all of these. So for instance, I had to do a, um, I tr usually take my students on a tour of parliament. So what I went to is the parliamentary website and just re did screen recording of me talking on a virtual tour they've got on the website. So I did a quite a bit of upfront work, but actually teaching it this week has been, I meet them in the morning and then off they go and do things. And it's kind of amazing to watch them come back and they're all engaged, ready for the next thing. So it's a rich learning environment, but it's also not as hard as a teacher to sit in Zoom all day. So Yeah, and also I'm really conscious of the learner experience. Um, you know, particularly, well, I'm in New South Wales, you're in Victoria, but um, it's high pressure to be on Zoom when you've got stuff going on in the background kids at home learning and so on. And so for them to just have those shorter Zoom sessions and then to go off and do the self-paced learning, um, they can have a break if they need to, they can stop and get the kids morning tea and then come back and continue their modules. As long as they're back in the arranged Zoom times, um, then it all runs so smoothly. And so it's just, um, it's incredible, but also, you know, it is work to adapt it, but, I mean, it's really a couple of weeks turnaround time from the very beginning to delivery. And then this can be delivered every week. They can do this every week if they want to. And it, it's, all, it's all built. So it's, it's incredible. It's just, I'm blown away by the whole experience. And I, I think a key part is putting all the instructions, all the quizzes, everything inside the video. So they only have to go to the, we give them a Vidversity link, they go to that and it's all the videos, all the activities and that just runs smoothly. And the thing that my students have been saying, which you sort of don't think about, you think about the day workshop is they're all excited to have those videos to be able to go back to. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And the aggregation of all the resources are aggregated. Um, so in this case, there's a lot of legislation. Um, they need to go back and reread. But, you know, if, you, if you're a kind of a paper-based person, you can print it out, have it next to you. You know, it's just, it's there to go back to all the time. So, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I think too, from once it's built, the op opportunities for the teacher to repurpose into smaller chunks and re-deliver you only really ever build it out once so anyway so that's been my week so it's been a big week but um incredible to to have that result at the end great well my week's been full on so i'm in victoria and i've been working with a lot of aged care um communities and um organizations and we're in a real real trouble down here in Victoria. And the thing that I think a lot of people didn't anticipate is 
they always had these metrics of how many beds you've got. Have we got enough beds? But the thing though, I think the real metric is have we got enough staff? So um, I think people didn't factor in that if one person on a shift has a positive reading, that's that, that entire shift, all staff on that shift is now in quarantine for 14 days. You don't need many of those to realise in a week or so you'll have no staff. So um, what I've been working with is a couple of um, big aged care organisations who have staff in other areas. So they might have bus drivers who take people to bingo. They might have cleaners who clean inside someone's house during the week. So they're not what we call residential staff, residential being inside a care home. So they're going to have to look to their business to find these other people, but they can't just dump them in there. They need some training. So the, the sort of limitations I'm being given here is this is not a corporate workforce who sits at a desktop. This is somebody who um, traditionally has been in their car going to visit different people and do the service that way. This is someone who's probably not highly digitally literate, so that's quite scary for them. Maybe even a Zoom is a bit um, is not as accessible. And also English as a second language has become a genuine issue that... Um, makes it really hard. You can't just hand out brochures and flyers. And I can tell you who's working that out is the government. Yeah, we have, now. To, yeah. we have to deliver this stuff in a way that's meaningful and accessible and works. So I've worked with some companies. So on Monday, a particular organisation came to me and said, we've got six new roles that we're going to um, deploy people into, ranging from cleaner to um, a PPE administrator, whatever it might be. And um, what we did, they said, but we have to, they're all going to be deployed Friday, which is today, um, but they need some training and we can't bring them in face to face. So we had a meeting on Monday and said, and what I said to them is find and, and find six champions in your business who do those things. Find a PP administrator who you know is amazing. Find a cleaner who you know is incredible. Go and find them and then interview those six people. And um, on a phone, on Zoom, upload it into Vidversity, we'll chunk it into chapters, which is just those questions, what is the day in the life of a PPE administrator? Um, what would you expect on someone coming today? That kind of thing, How, where would they go and get help? We've uploaded that, edited it, created the chapters, under resources, linked to the key things they want, and delivered via a link, to mobile phones, to every single person who gets deployed. So the bus driver becomes a PPE administrator. He, before he arrives, he gets a link on his mobile phone and says, you must watch this. It's all imagery. So if language is an issue, you're actually watching someone put the PPE equipment on, putting the masks on, then, um, really what to expect when you turn up, where do you sign in, how, because there's stat decks, so what... If you don't understand a stat deck, who do you get help from? What is the liability of a stat deck? All of those things. So there's two things. They've learned that before they even arrive. And yep. the second thing is they can start their day and go, I can't remember what cleaning chemicals I'm supposed to use. They can go and watch it again. So it's taken the load off the organisation to have to face-to-face. -face. They're getting a workforce who's arriving with a basic set of knowledge to hit the ground running with some additional support. So over 3,000 people have been trained in the last couple of weeks doing this. It is 
such an, I feel really proud of adversity that we're helping people do this because this is a terrifying time for people. But this is why we've got to think, we've got to think fast. We can't think, let's hire a venue, let's just order catering, let's get them in. We can't do this anymore. But then we don't have time to do in the storyboarding and design and get this all out in some sort of animation or whatever we might want. We have to get it out now. And the thing I want people to really take from that is it's working. So you don't have to do those, you don't, a lot of those layers no longer are needed. We can be much more agile in how we deliver learning. So even though right now it's an emergency, I don't know why we don't have, we shouldn't come in as developers of learning we should always treat our learners as customers yeah thinking what do they like why is it what is it working constantly be asking them because that's how we know learning is working not metrics that someone did it we've got to ask them and we've got to then review their behavior and did it change their behavior there's a whole lot of but i think we we're in the service of we're customer service providers that's what educators are our customers are our learners so i hope we come out of this with a sense that we've got to be much more agile lean and thinking about what a customer wants what a learner wants and I, and then your metrics as a business around that so have you changed the behavior in three months, we've got to review, did the people who arrive as a bus driver, how effective were they? What could we have done better? Which is another thing I said to them all, in two weeks' time, go back and interview the bus driver who became the PP administrator and see what he or she, what more information we could have given them. So, so the question is, you've been now working for two weeks. What do you wish you'd known before you started? And let's add, let's keep evolving the training and make it... Um, Make it as effective as we can in a difficult time. Yeah, and um, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we've seen that with um, professional services in the past. They've got last year's new employee intakes come in and be interviewed and build that into the new graduate training. Uh, now it's whoever was employed last week to do the, <laughs> the, the cleaning um, are now the experts. So it's just moving more quickly. But it's the same principle you can keep building on the learning that you've created and adapt it, take out what's not working, add, the, add what's needed for the new environment. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. And it's so empowering for the organisation to feel that they can respond so quickly. Yeah, so for me yesterday, I was teaching all day and there was a couple of questions that kept reoccurring they were asking. So I went back to my desk after the class and added another video. So one of the things I was teaching was research, um, how to do your legal research, because for the first time in the history of the law school, they can't come to the library. So I can't actually help them. And I kept, so they really need to know where the resources are, how to log in, how to find the stuff. So a couple of people were really struggling with that. So I went back at the end of the day and I just made a little screencast of these are the key places to find the resources. This is how you find a case. This is how you find journal articles. Did a little summary and added that to my course or my series of chapters, republished it. And today I've had a couple of people emailing me saying, oh, my gosh, you've because I was wearing what I was wearing when I was teaching them yesterday. They were like, oh, wow. And I so, but I've made it for that cohort. And um, I think that that's a really important part. And another thing I, I'll just say about when we do make videos, talk to your audience. 
talk to them make them don't don't be that stiff sort of just talk to them and say so today i'm going to discuss with you acknowledge there's a you acknowledge you're talking to an audience yeah well so perhaps it'll be good in coming weeks for us to talk about some of those little skills and tips and tricks for filming because i think it's um yeah it's interesting having gone through this with some of our new customers with adversity once people film themselves and look at it then they go oh yeah i can see now for next time i will do this and yeah people grow into that grow into that new role as um online experts but um that's definitely something for another yeah another, yeah that's yeah. something that a lot of people are coming to us asking for just general tips on how to do this stuff in different styles so um we'll do one of those in the coming weeks but we've both been really busy so um yep. i look forward to speaking to you next week liz and hopefully here in victoria um we've uh, started to flatten this curve because it's starting to yeah, I, I really hope so and i hope that here in new south wales we're not going to follow where you've uh, just been because um yeah it's it's pretty pretty hard to put the genie back in the bottle as you've said in the past nat once it's out yeah it is and um i hope i hope we are seen more as an australia not individual states and new south wales is learning from us i think i think yeah that's uh, anyhow that's right. a time for another discussion another time but um yeah thanks so much and it's really exciting watching this sort of people getting on board with how we can be a bit more innovative with creating this online content. Yep. Okay. Well, look forward to more reports next week. See ya. Thanks. Bye. Bye.